Welcome to the worst roller coaster podcast on the internet. Now, let's join Ben and Zach as they tell you why your favorite coaster sucks. I'm Zach, and I like Gatorade. I'm Ben, and I like Ben Gay. That's on brand. When is the last time you bought a bottle of that? I don't. I can't say I ever have. Yeah, yeah, me neither. I was actually thinking about that the other day. I'm like, I don't think I'm. I'm like, you don't usually buy that unless you're under or unless you're you hit like 55. It seems. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't. I don't think I have the type of like muscle aches and pains that Bengay is designed to alleviate. Because I think that's just like general body wear and tear aches and pains right yeah and thankfully i'm not at that point well get but, there you know i i am at the point where it is deterioration and basically just like you know decay management to to borrow a phrase from a comic who has been canceled it sounds so depressing when it's put like that. I mean, yes and no. The, the good thing is I feel like my body's keeping me in check. You know what I mean? Like, if I drink too much at this age, I fucking feel it. You know what I mean? <clears throat> That's probably good, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no. So, like, it's a good thing my body's keeping me in check in some ways. Like... Obviously, I'm meeting it halfway, you know, in the mental department, I guess. Well, if your body is telling you something after you do it, like, that's <clears throat> that's a good way to avoid, uh, you know, addictions, bad paths, bad life choices, like moving to Orlando. Oh, boy. You got right into that. <laughs> I want to take a second to just welcome everybody back to your favorite coaster sucks. We are uh, a roller coaster podcast. We just have a funny way of showing it. <laughs> wow, is it still on there? I don't know. <laughs> it's been a long time since I've been to that website. That was, just- I mean, that was it. Like that was the website. I would. I've spent hours and hours at school looking through their old photo trip reports, like the old school where it was just all video stills. Yeah, and, yeah. Which which made me think as a kid that that was a acceptable way to take pictures. <laughs> yeah. Uh, pro tip: It's not. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's okay if you say I I don't own a camera or something. Or you just do video, but then just do video. <laughs> I had a video camera that had a video still button on it where you could hit it either when you're in playback or when you're recording. But it was shit. It, 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 it was I, was, I was about to say, let me guess. It turned out with horrible quality every time. Mm-hmm. I actually posted a trip report of my local carnival in Newburgh. As they were setting up throughout the week, um, 
And I remember getting all excited. I'm like, oh man, I'm going to show like a weekly progress. And this was back in 2005. But so I would bike to the park, take pictures every day, post it as if anyone gave a shit. Hey, man. I, I mean, to be completely fair, the boredom on that forum is is what led us to be friends. So there's that. That's very true. Also, friendships that revolved around hitting refresh hundreds of times in a sitting <laughs> as like a way to, to see dynamic content. Yeah, that's such a bygone thing now. I mean, I guess you can like scroll up, you know, but like it's not the same. Long, but, like, but I mean, like long, it worked. It was long format communication was back when you could actually develop pretty good friendships online. And I think that's what's missing today. Yeah, I mean, Discord's kind of cool for that. And I will take a second here to, again, of course, plug shamelessly our Discord server. The link is in the episode description. We have a great time on there. Um, And everyone is welcome. Everyone that is there is cool, Uh, at least as far as I know. But... I don't know. Yeah, join the Discord. If Shit. you don't, you're gay. But if you're already gay, then then you're straight. Just join it. Yeah, whatever Ben just said. <laughs> um, And we'll talk about some of the stuff that's come up on the Discord. We had some feedback from last week's episode, and I'm interested to talk about that. But uh, first of all, first, 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 first of all, I got to... Uh, take a second to address a listener, um, Ben Y, who emailed us twice. He sent in the following emails. The first one that I'm going to read is actually the, the much funnier of the two. So we'll start with that one. Uh, subject line, can you check your email? I did send an entry for the death pool, frowny face, <laughs> which... Ben, that is a fantastic subject line just on its own. So you're killing it already. Um, The body here goes, um, I sent one by email on the 16th of January. He did. He did. This is verified. And it seemed like it was sent on my end. It was. I'm a dumbass. And I explained this to Ben uh, via email back to him that I'm a dumbass and completely forgot to read his email when we uh, recorded about the death pool. Now he said, he goes on (laughs) to say also in fairness to dollar general produce, if it's a dollar general market, then it's serviceable, not the best produced, but not the worst. So Hmm. I've never seen those. Me neither. Huh? It's probably like bodega quality. I'm guessing. Yeah. I'm going to ask this. Ben, if you don't mind, write back and let us know, like, just what part of the country you're in where they have that. Because I'm really curious about, like, a, a a dollar store marketplace type of thing. I'd actually be curious to go shop at it if I was in the area. Because to me, I equate the dollar store with getting, like, fucking Fago and, like, nasty peanut brittle or like off-brand bugles 
Yeah. <laughs> <Prodigals>. <laughs> you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, so the thing is, um, I guess when we watched the Dollar General food video, or we talked about it, I guess I was thinking dollar store, like Dollar Tree, not Dollar General, because Dollar General is not a dollar store. Everything is like discount, but it's not like everything is under a dollar. I guess, you know, you make a good point because we don't even have like Dollar General here in Chicago. They have that out more in like rural areas in the state, you know, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. It's not. It's basically a worse, smaller version of Walmart, but it's not. Yeah. Everything is a dollar. It's, like, I guess, yeah, you know, the way you're putting it, you're kind of right. It's like a, it's like um, like a fucking extortion Walmart. <laughs> it's like a bodega Walmart. But the but thing like, is, they're um. When I found this out, like when I first read that, and we I was thinking about the food, I'm like, oh, that actually makes the food that much more or a lot less sad because it's like, well, at least everything wasn't a dollar. For some reason in my head, like thinking about seeing, I don't know, like fish sticks or hot pockets or any of that food for a dollar yeah. at a dollar tree would be way worse, but yeah, like what kind of sad falling off of a freezer truck life led you here? <laughs> um, but I'm also going to say, I think Dollar General Market, if that's a legitimate, like if they have actual produce, even if it's not the best, I I feel like that maybe would be a very beneficial thing to help with food deserts. Yeah, sure. I mean, because fresh produce, even if it's not the greatest selection, is scarce in some areas. You know, I know, I'm sure Denver's got areas. I know, sure as shit, Chicago does. I'm actually curious. I don't see. I was actually looking for a uh, Dollar General Market, but there's none. There's none in Denver. And for any of you who are unaware, uh, just to get into it real quick, a, a food desert is a is an area typically in uh, low income neighborhoods uh, areas where there are no grocery stores. The main food outlets are fast food and non market dollar stores. I don't know if any of our listeners didn't know that, but you know, you'd be lucky to find a subway. That's also a boost mobile store. Yeah. Or like a Popeye's in a gas station. God, speaking it's, of either, have you ever, when was the last time you had this? And we might've talked about this, but subway, like when was the last oh. time you've really had subway? Oh, man. Actually, not too long ago. Hold on. Before we get off the food desert thing, I will say this. It, it is good to talk about these things sometimes because uh, being in the roller coaster world uh, of stuff, I think it's it's easy to forget the uh, inherent level of privilege all of us enjoy just by, you know, being able to partake in this hobby. Not that we could necessarily do anything to solve fucking food deserts, but hey, 
awareness is the first step towards solving something, right? That's true. Anyway, Hopefully. moving along, Subway. Well, actually, before Here's we even thing. move on to Subway, before we get off the rail, totally off the rail, uh, thank you for the email, Ben. Wait, we got to finish up Ben's thing because he sent in his picks for the Coaster Death Pool. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we got to go through that. So his Subway, I just I, I have a thing about Subway. I'll get a craving for like a legit like craving for a Subway sandwich maybe once every year to six months. And it always is satisfying when it's what you actually want. But if it's not what you want, it's always disappointing. I don't know how it's possible. That's true. Yeah. I mean, the worst subway experiences I've had were when you were in the middle of nowhere. Especially like in Canada and parts of Wisconsin are like this, where the only thing that's open past 9 p.m. is the gas station subway. And yeah, like when you're not, if, if it's your only option, it sucks because everything is sad. The veggies are sad or you can get a meatball sub and then just fucking blow your ass out 20 minutes later. Yeah, fucking meatball sub. Ugh. The meatballs that have been cooking in the sauce stew all day in that little tray. Do not eat the Subway meatball sub. It'll grease your ass. For some reason, when I was a kid, I liked the tuna. Now the thought of eating fish at a Subway is... Yeah, don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> Not quite as bad as when I saw uh, White Castle advertising fish sliders. <laughs> like, which, uh, like, I, I bet mean, it's probably as bad or worse than the filet fish. Although the filet fish is actually kind of good if uh, if you're into that. So here's the thing about the filet fish that like really trips me up. It's like they basically press. They repress the fish meat like they do with the McRib. <laughs> so it's still got that like weird chunky texture of like fish meat, you know? <laughs> but it's in a fucking patty. <laughs> it's like, what have you monsters done? <laughs> yeah, because like I'd almost rather have it in a regular like a fish patty. Like, let's see, filet. Oh, fish. I need to get a close up look at this. Oh, it's it's right. It's a square. Yeah. No, there is no fish that comes in a square. There's no goddamn fucking nine cat of fishes. Like that's not a fucking thing. <laughs> so you know, just like the fucking McNuggets or whatever, it comes from who knows how many fishes. But that's not the issue. The issue I have specifically is the fact that they take like the fish slurry and then repress it into like fish meat consistency. Ugh. Well, it's just like a regular fish stick, like a Gordon's fish stick that are yeah, frozen. That's dis- isn't that disgusting? I don't mind them actually every about once a month. I'll get a pack and I'll cook them up. I'm not saying that fish sticks are, I'm just saying the thought of like fish slurry being repressed into like, the consistency of actual fish meat. Sure. 
Speaking of gross, I had um, in and out on Wednesday. Oh, oh boy. Is 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 your toilet done? Mine no, the toilet was fine. Um but what's funny is like certain like well <clears throat> you know like how you can get that's not really a secret menu. It's just shit that's not on the menu, but everyone knows about it. Yeah. Like, um, like for example, like a Neapolitan milkshake. I mean, I don't know what's on the menu. I was just thinking, like, it's just, I'm like, this isn't a secret menu. Plus, like, the line we were in was fucking 30 minutes. I don't know. They're building another one. And Colorado's getting a Bucky's now, too. Holy shit. That's awesome. Fucking in and out they should uh fuck add a plant burger why why not right i think they have one maybe not they're cow they christians yeah yeah i know i know all right well anyway off of a food episode what? Yeah, we're a roller coaster podcast. That's that's right. So uh, let's talk about the coaster death pool. <laughs> now, again, entries are not open. They have been closed, but Ben did send this one to us prior to the closing point. But we fucked up. I fucked up. I'm not going to let Ben, you, Ben, take the blame for any of this. I fucked up. Uh, so Ben sent in these three picks. Hellcat. At Clemington Park. He says uh, he thinks this is a potential expansion of the water park. So I thought that ride was already closed. So that makes a lot of sense. I um, <clears throat> I could see that one closing up. Yeah, I think that's a good pick because I, I, yeah, I thought it was closed already, too. I'm a little surprised. I thought I heard it was. Maybe it closed early for a se- for the season one time or something. I can't remember. That park was in trouble, too, or something. Yeah, did you get those credits? No. Never made it out there. I heard that that ride was a piece of shit, though. See, I I liked it, but at the same time, have you ever seen... You got to look at the POV of it. It's opening year. It looks fucking nuts. It's basically... Like avalanche, but crazier, like a crazier layout. Um, and then they have four trim breaks on the first drop. Yeah, I heard it was very rough, and I heard about the trim breaks. So <laughs> it's like that Excalibur first drop where you're just like hitting them all the way down pretty much. Ugh. I wonder how crazy that ride would be without those on. Probably pretty nuts. Then, did you know Excalibur had a a first drop where it went down the normal drop. It goes down now, but then it went flat and then it had like a, it had like a ramp at the very bottom, almost like a roller coaster tycoon sort of drop. You ever seen that? No. So just imagine, like imagine this is roller coaster tycoon. You have like four blocks of the steep first drop, and then you have five blocks of a straight section. And then you have okay. two blocks where it's like the 45 degree slope, but at full speed. 
So it was oh, just this. Okay. So it was this like insane ejector moment at the bottom of the first drop, and they had to mod- they had to modify it, which is a total surprise. Yeah, right. <laughs> Especially in those aero trains. But anyway, yeah, I'm watching the POV of Hellcat. It's uh, this one's from eight years ago, and it looks like it could have closed then. So, shit. All right. Well. Good guess, Ben. We'll see uh, how that one pans out. Now, he says second, Dragon Mountain and Marineland. He thinks it's probably the the park's last year of existence. And yeah, that seems like always an option. I mean, it's almost like in Desperado territory, though, where it's like, could just be in limbo for a bit. Yeah, it's possible, because even if they sell the park, no, not that, but even if they close the park, I should say, if it doesn't sell or something, you know what I mean? Or if they only sell it out in parcels, then I could see exactly what you're saying. Like it stands maybe in pieces for a while or who knows. Looks like a good place to put a new, um, like a new Hyatt hotel and subway and boost mobile store. I was thinking of Sam's Club. Yeah, Sam's Club, Costco, a Tim Hortons. Yeah. Now you're thinking. Embrace the culture. Um, uh, third one here, he says, is Quicksilver Express at Gilroy Gardens because shrug. Long shot guess. The park flat out closes due to COVID dragging on and Cedar Fair walking away. Yeah, that seems like a pretty fucking solid guess. Yeah, I think that part could be done because it that so that one closed, so that one hasn't been open at all this year. I guess not. That's one of those parks I kind of forgot about. Never even thought to check back on. Now I I know Cedar Fair was operating it, but they didn't or don't own it. But the thing is. Does the city of Gilroy own the park right now? I feel like the city of Gilroy actually maybe owns the park. Okay, that might... I mean, I don't know. I don't know anything about it. They may not. If they don't, all bets are off. But if they do, then I wouldn't see a municipal, you know a municipality spending that much money to remove a coaster. Yeah. They'd probably just leave it sit there. Exactly. Unless it would cost them less to remove it than like continuing to insure it. Yeah. Right. So, but yeah, so that seems like a solid guess. So, uh, again, my apologies, Ben, thank you for, uh, reminding me, <laughs> about your entries um my bad i fuck up like that sometimes you know what's up i'm a stoner so uh you know so we got um a voicemail ben all right let's listen so to it i'm gonna go ahead and play it hey zach and ben it's dean and uh you know you're a friend from orlando florida 
feel like I needed to pipe in here with some uh, thoughts on Icebreaker. I wrote it last week um, after Media Day, and I waited for all the vloggers to stop fucking being there every day so I could at least enjoy it by myself. Um, the ride is okay. My first ride, I was kind of underwhelmed, but the more I wrote it, it grew on me. I actually really liked it. Personally, it's my second favorite coaster in the park behind Mako. Um, I like that there is a coaster on the other side of the park now. When I first went to Orlando, there was only that front corner, and now there are rides and coasters spread throughout the park. So I will use the word, it's a good addition to the park. Um, <laughs> the backside is fun, but like it's not as good as Mr. Freeze or Shortstop. Uh, the top hats are really good, and those, there's really two good air mills after the top hat. And Orlando, we don't really get a lot of airtime like that, so like we're going to take what we can get. But yeah, it's a fun ride. I don't think it's the best in the world. Hell, it's not even my favorite Skyrocket. I like Full Throttle and West Coast uh, Racers better, but it's still a fun ride. All right. Take care. Bye. All right. Well, thank you so much for sending in your uh, first impression slash review of Icebreaker, Danan. Um, a lot of good points in there. I think, you know, there is some validity in the good addition to the park from the stance of, yeah, SeaWorld has definitely developed their, you know, park a lot over the past 10 years. Yeah, you got to get off of the whole captivity of fish and whales and dolphins and stuff, so... Coasters yeah, are nice. yeah, and with them moving away from that and refocusing more on uh, rides, you know, it's been good to see, you know, all that coming to fruition finally. Um, you know, and also he makes a good point: not a lot of airtime in uh, Florida, or I guess more specifically Orlando, but yeah, more generally Florida. So, um, I mean, you got you got Velocicoaster and. That's got some sick airtime and um, Mako. Iron Guazi. Mako's got some really good airtime. We're getting there. No, I mean like just airtime in the Florida. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um, you mentioned Iron Guazi. Uh, it's not open yet, but Media Day has occurred. And the videos and the reaction videos and reverse POVs are out. Some more authentic than others. Well, I want to just say something right now. And this this should be pretty clear to everyone who listens to this show. But just in case. Um, you know, whoever you watch online covering Media Day... Just think about Media Day for a second. It's a way for the park to get free advertising for a new ride. And anyone you watch has reason to then use their platform to forward that. Well, the point be yeah, it's just Media Day. It's just, I don't know. What I'm saying is, Whatever the reaction is on Media Day, no matter what channel it's from, there's a reason it's never negative. 
Right. And I mean, you literally can't be negative if you want to be invited back to anything. So, yeah, you and that's play exactly the, card. the point. So what I what I'm really trying to say in a very roundabout way is that personally, I don't really trust media day reactions except the reactions of a bunch of pissed off acers when they can only ride goliath once over a five-hour period yeah but even then if you were in a video and they were like how'd you like the ride you'd have been like it was good that'd be funny if um like when they put the cameras on you and stuff if like you were asked to be on the on the train and on the lift hill you didn't you acted like you didn't know that you, that they were recording and you just started talking shit about the whole event up the lift hill. You're like motherfuckers. This is a dry ass donuts. And then like switch to being all excited on the ride. That's what, that's what you gotta do. What if, um, <laughs> like when let's say like WGN or something, when they're doing the interviews, so I remember at the Goliath media day, they had a, they're pointing a camera and they're like, what thing are you most excited for about Goliath? And they pointed the camera at me and I kind of turned away because I didn't want to be on TV, but I wanted like, I wanted to just, I think it'd just be funny if you just were super honest. Um, it's like, yeah, this park sucks. Do you think they would kick you out? No, they just wouldn't show it on TV. Like This is WGN Live with Marcus. Oh, it was live? Yeah. I don't think they'd kick you out. Well, maybe. Yeah, yeah, they might. <laughs> you're, you're just like <laughs> whole place blows. Don't come here. Yeah, if no, you, you should have. You should have just been like, "Baba Booey, Baba Booey." Pull out Dianetics. Right. Well, if you go to a media day, try that out. Let me know. Yeah, if there's live coverage on a media day, like if you're if you're like two rows behind, like, oh, it's the morning news crew. Try flipping off the camera during the ride. That should like, be. What, that should be a thing we should try to we should try to crash media days by like getting in the lift hill footage behind news people and just like like the vomit thing remember from that movie idea ben Ben, do you do you think there's any world in which we're getting invited to any fucking media day maybe you never know we host this i could see fun spot going along with it Coda Land, Coda Land, a brand new park. Mount Olympus. Yeah. <laughs> we should try to build a relationship with Mount Olympus just because maybe they have a good sense of humor. They're like, Haha, yeah, yeah, we do rip off the people. Yeah, isn't it great? We make so much fucking money. They should give us a kickback. The amount of times we've mentioned that fucking park on this show. It doesn't matter if it's about how the owner kicks dogs, we're still saying Mount Olympus every time. Yeah. And um, let's be honest, you'll probably still go for the credits no matter how much shit you hear. So, yeah, that's the thing is like, 
I think the more shit talking we do about the place and the more times we like talk horror stories with people on this show about that place, the more intrigue it builds. Yeah, for sure. It's like a fucking action park type of situation where it's like, I got to go just to see if it's real. Yeah, maybe we should definitely go back this summer. I think we should. I think we should do an event. You were uh, you were talking about old friends from like TPR and uh, funny story, right? Uh, Twisted is gonna be playing here in Chicago, doing old school shit, and uh, our buddy Doctor Don's gonna join. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. So, in case you feel like uh, flying out to Chicago. <laughs> Drink a two liter of Fago. Yeah, man. Smoke Newports. I don't know about all that. I smoked some Newports recently. It was too much. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. Just looking at the pack gives me anxiety. It just made me think of um, Monoxide Chainsmoker. What was the, so what was the story with that? The album cover. It was his solo album, and the album cover was like a pack of Newports, but it just said Monoxide on it instead of Newport. Because oh, yeah. <laughs> his album, you know, is Chainsmoker. I fucking love that album. What is it, is it about? Like, so Okay, so like Newports are like super menthol, right? That That's their thing. I don't really remember. They're menthol, but like they have the most nicotine of any cigarette on the market. Oh, that's what it is. Because I swear to God, like when I was 16 living in white trash land and everyone is smoking Marb Reds. And then that's what I like. So I'd always bum Reds from friends. And then. Huh? I don't think they're that bad. They, they, They taste great. I mean, they're full flavor. They're they're not too bad. What? I don't I don't mind reds, but I also prefer non menthol. I take a Lucky Strike red, but a Marb red, Jesus. Marb red is better than a twenty seven. What's a twenty seven? Oh, those are the originals. Oh, okay. Same shit. <laughs> God, this but is. I just the don't sig- like Marlboros. Oh God, we're talking about cigarettes again. This is a yeah, we are. Because <laughs> we gotta like... we gotta change topics. We were on Twisted TPR, uh, Doctor Don, um, Mount Olympus. Anyway, Mount Olympus. Yeah, you said we should host an event there. Yeah, we should. We'll have to be careful about booking the rooms because everyone's gonna be like five miles apart in different parts of the of the complex. Yeah, no, there's a way to get around that. And that's called that we all book at the wilderness. Yeah, that's probably a better idea. (laughs) Yep. Yep. (laughs) Everybody stays at the wilderness. (laughs) And we can just fucking uh, split an Uber. (laughs) Get someone to DD or something. Yeah, for sure. The only thing that sucks about the Dells in terms of like a meetup is there is nothing going on after like seven o'clock there. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, um, 
there's bars. There's always bars, local bars. I've had some good times at those bars in the off season. That was like in the the, Dells. Yeah, that was so. That was my thing when I was like 21. When I so when I moved back from Cedar Point the second summer, my parents moved up near Fond du Lac. I would always go to the Dells on weekends uh, during the off season and hang out at the local bars and just like drink with townies. It was a good time. I didn't realize there was any like in the Dells. I always pictured there'd be just like some fucking redneck bar in like Lake Delton. I mean, that's kind of what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, and, uh, I want to go hang out at a redneck bar. Well, yeah, no, I know. I'm not saying we have to go there. I'm just saying that there are, there are like other bars to go to after when it's late. But, Plus, like, I don't know. Who knows? When you get beat up at Mount Olympus all day. Everyone's probably tired anyway. That's true. I mean, I just remember that, like, it's been a while since I've been to the Dells. It was looking pretty sad last time I was there, though. Not going to lie. I wish I got to see more when I was there. I was there last summer at the Wilderness. That was, you know, fine. Dude, Wilderness is awesome. Yeah, their 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 whole like thing is pretty good. Yeah, I like it. I remember our uh, our buddy who I I'm not gonna name here just because of the related story. Yeah, I know, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, being on a couple trips with him, um, and he was like, "All right, let's go to wilderness," and then he popped open his glove box. And he had like sheets of every color of wristband. <laughs> and he's like, okay, it looks like they're orange today. <laughs> so he's like peeling apart the wristbands from the sheet. He's like, here you go. And here you go. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. We would do that because we, one time we stayed at the Kalahari and then. We like went to the wilderness for the day, or vice versa. It was a good time. That's hilarious. Um, and apparently, there was a way to get extras back then that wouldn't work now at most places. So I'm not going to bother detailing. And well, I think from what from what I understand, they would literally just go to the front desk and say they lost theirs. Like they would go, like they'd put on their, they'd go put on their swimsuit and have a towel, and be like all wet and everything, and then like go and be like, hey, we lost our wristband, <laughs> and then they would just get like another one, and I guess they would do that a couple times. So, okay, yeah, well, that one might still work. Knock yourself out. Have fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost as oh. bad. I feel like. Well, actually, it's not too bad. But I was gonna say, what about? sleeping in the parking lot of a hotel and then going into the hotel for the continental breakfast. I mean, that's super cheap. (laughs) Yeah. And also hotel parking lots. I've never been in one and been like, Oh, this feels safe. 
Really? It, dep- it kind of depends. Um, but yeah, I know what you mean. Well, it's not like I'm always like, all right, uh, I'm not immediately sketched out if it's a hotel parking lot. But I'm definitely a little more on guard. Yeah, right. Especially you know, when you book the worst, the wrong Best Western, or not Best Western, uh, Hampton Inn. God. What's the worst hotel you've ever stayed in? Like, the absolute ass fucking worst. So, when Eric and I, we did this trip on the East Coast, and we were going from Dorney. Oh, fuck, where are we coming from? I think we were going from... Dorney to Kennywood? Does that does that wait, what's Dorney is further east, right? I know they're close, but they're not. Yeah, Dorney's a little further east and north, okay. I think. That's right, yeah, yeah. So we were driving from like, I don't know, Maine or some shit, New Hampshire. Um, and we went to this roadway in in Allentown Allentown. And uh it was a halfway house, partially a halfway house, and we got a $60 deal. But the funny thing is we got into the room. The sheets were dirty. They had eyelashes like on the pillow, um, and nothing worked in the room. And there was blood stains on the bathtub and shit. Like, this is clearly a fuck room, like a prostitution room. Oh, boy. Yeah, so we jumped on the beds and broke the box springs. Did you stay there? Yeah, like I for, we basically took a bunch of we took we took a bunch of time because we got in at like one thirty in the morning and we were driving all day and we were like we literally can't like not stay here. So, damn, it's a good time. Well, that's pretty gross. I mean, what about you? I had okay. Uh, did a very, very, very small, I even hesitate to call it a tour, but I, it was two shows in two different states, so, uh, sure. Anyway, I did a show in, the show was in Youngstown, Ohio, and this was when I was, you know, rapping and promoting it the album I dropped like 10 years ago and the show itself was pretty interesting. It was upstairs at a tattoo parlor. It's a good time. Oh damn. Yeah. Pretty interesting. Um, there was like children there. It was like a juggalo thing. Okay. It wasn't ICP or anything like that. It was a juggalo organized thing, but like a local thing in Youngstown. And so like, Shaggy Two Dope's brother had a thing going on. His, his name is Trey Pound, or he it was at the time. I don't think he's rapping anymore. He played on the show, and uh, uh, Bizarre from D12, he played on this show. So, you know, it's kind of that vibe. And so I rapped on this show as well. Then, <laughs> well, back it up. Uh, I think maybe you knew a little bit about this at the time. I was uh, friends with a guy who like was homeless and then had a windfall of cash because his grandmother passed away. Oh, right. Yeah. 
Yeah, and, and he was like just on a fucking hellbender, uh, like hellbent to just like blow through his fucking cash. And so he's like, yeah, you know, fucking, um, I'll take care of the, or you know, the show. And so he puts us up at this hotel. Oh my god, dude! So it's not in Youngstown. It's like thirty miles outside of Youngstown. So we're not even near the venue. Okay, you can see that. Yep, and it's one of those places that's a standalone off the highway, like a fucking motel by itself off the highway. Like maybe a gas station on the other side of the highway. Yeah, sure. Okay. Then we get to the room and there's a pimp next door to us working. And the guy that I'm there with is like I said, hell bent to spend money. So he's arranging a transaction pretty quickly. So, so then we so finally this- get inside. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like I don't even know if I can recall the details just from being so overwhelmed by disgust how disgusting it was. Well, I mean, I can imagine the scene's been pretty set. Yeah. Oh, you know what? It wasn't standalone. The view from, you know, out the window was another parking lot that had um an adult video store that definitely didn't have a glory hole in it. Oh nice. Well the ones with the arcades. Uh, it just said video store and there was like 15 trucks parked out front, like 16 wheelers. Oh sure, yeah. Yeah. I wasn't going to go investigate. Hell no. So, like, after the show, we brought back a bunch of people and, like, had a big party in the room. Um, And basically, like, it was okay. It was just fine to be sitting there with a bunch of people partying because I was just getting really fucked up. And I just got really fucked up until I passed out. Yeah. And, like, it didn't matter what fucking the room was, you know? (laughs) Well, so what will happen with this pimp story? This pimp thing? Oh, well, the guy I knew ended up arranging a transaction with this guy. So did this go down in your room? No. The guy, so it was one of those types of motels where it's like basically a two-sided building with rooms running on either side. Okay, gotcha, yeah. And and in an office, you know? Right, yeah. And so he had, like, half the rooms on the side we were on. So, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Took a lot of showers when I got home. I, um, well, like, not just hotels, but I've had times where in my 20s, I've passed out in very questionable places so one of those one of those things right where you're just fucked up and you're okay when you pass out but then like four hours goes by and it's like 4 30 5 in the morning 
and your alcohol's the alcohol in your system is burning off and there's no way you can actually get any more restful sleep you just kind of lay there in agony for an hour or two and then you slowly look around and take everything in and you realize like you know the carpet is like black from dirt everything is stained you're you know like i don't know there's like a cat turd like a foot away from you on the floor under the table there's vomit like those are like the most terrible things ever in those situations but well what's the worst situation like the grossest place you ever woke up and obviously like sexual encounters are not what i'm this is before i was having sex this was like when i was 17 and i stayed at a high school friend's party and i literally had to use a i used like a two liter empty two liter bottle as a pillow and i saw my Cause it was one of the, okay, this was so stupid. Cause my friend's like, yeah, I'm going to have my birthday party. And his, you know, like his parents let him host this thing and they had a bunch of pizza and shit and, um, you know, tons of like energy drinks. It was pretty sweet. And then, like, <laughs> so we stayed up till four or 5 AM playing video games. Um, but then like, yeah, when everyone started passing out, everyone took beds. So there were like, three people laying horizontal on a queen bed you know like with their feet hanging off <laughs> might have even been four people four of us and then like oh, two people man. two people were on a futon one person slept on the recliner normally the recliner was my go-to like sometimes it's kind of nice to sleep in a recliner at a friend's house yeah yeah totally um <laughs> so i had to literally sleep on the floor and it was Holy lino- fuck. linoleum floor. They had two oh. dogs. They had two dogs. So there was mud shit everywhere. And then, yeah, I just literally like ro- rolled over, grabbed a two liter bottle and then used it as a pillow. I think I got like five minutes of sleep. Actual oh sleeping God, places though have been camping, but that doesn't really count because that's like a different. That's like, yeah. Expected. Yeah, no, I because I was thinking of for me this one time I went to I'll give the name because I don't even think they do it anymore because I'll describe it a little bit. You know what I'm talking about. The fucking trap house. Okay, yeah. I went with a a dude, you know, a buddy of ours, uh, a a dude we know, uh, and I got as predictably as fucked up as you do at the trap house. Um, I guess I'll should should I just explain it real quick? Go for it. All right. So it was like a, a party that happened here in Chicago at <laughs> rotating venues. Uh, <laughs> and the big appeal was that they played trap music and you could get a 40 of Mickey's and a shot of Jameson for 10 bucks, which goes about as, predictably as possible yeah oh and they also had a pretty loose id policy (laughs) right right yeah that was the other thing they were pretty known for (laughs) but yeah you get a 40 couple 40s down and a couple shots and you get pretty messed up and then 
I had to take the L home and I ended up fucking waking up at O'Hare. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm like riding the L. I'm like, okay, you know, I only got like seven more stops or whatever, you know? And then it's like, next thing you know, trains just sitting there. There's like other people who are asleep for their reasons. And I'm like, Oh fuck. And there was like a guy actually sweeping the train. Oh shit. Yeah. And it's just like, Oh shit. Like, oh my God, you know, so <laughs> I had to pull the, uh, the fucking emergency thing to get the doors to open. Well, wouldn't it, wouldn't it just roll, start going again? Like, doesn't Eventually, it kind of shuttle? It was like, you know, it was like four in the morning or something. So I think at O'Hare, I think it parks out for a bit at that time of night before they start rolling them again. So, yeah, yeah. Thankfully, O'Hare was actually pretty close to the stop I was going to. But, like, yeah, it was uh, that was pretty brutal. If I ever if I ever felt closer to homelessness, man, that was fucking. It's like, well, oh, ex- man. Yeah, I mean, those experiences are kind of humbling in a way. Yeah, sure is. So, you know, yeah, that was one. <laughs> and part of me is like, I can't believe that happened. But then part of me is like, yep, of course. I went to the fucking trap house. I mean, to this day, I think one of my top five hangovers was actually after the trap house. That one time we went. Oh, man. When I DJing. I got really fucked up that night too because we closed the motherfucker out. Yeah, right. And my sister went so fucking ham. And then we all uh, crashed at my folks' place. Yep, I remember that. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Fuck the trap house, man. Um. Hey, I heard some roller coaster news. Quasi opened. Yeah, there was that. Florida man rides roller coaster. Actually, I was watching a, a video this morning. Um and there's just there's been a couple channels I've seen now within the past year <coughs> posting <coughs> about like going to Great America for the first time. And saying, like, wow, it's really awesome. Which, cool. I get it. It's your first visit. But then, going on to say things like, holy shit. Raging Bull has, like, an incredible moment of airtime on the drop. And it's like, it's been there for fucking 20-something years now. Well, for some reason, it feels like people just don't go to Great America to miss. Yeah, it's and it's like, okay, so but like everybody here, all the enthusiasts in the Midwest, it's just like, I I don't know. You know the feeling I'm talking about, though, because you're you're a Great America guy originally. Yeah, right. Where it's just like, yeah, like it's nothing original for you to say 
that Raging Bull has fucking airtime on the f- first drop. Like, we all been knew that. Everybody fucking knew that. <laughs> I don't think anyone said it wasn't. Well, also, I I actually think that Midwest enthusiasts knock that ride down more than it probably deserves. That's probably a good point. Because, but, but compared to other B and M hypers, outside of the drop, it doesn't. I mean, let's be honest; it's only got three airtime moments. Period. Yeah. Right. Well, unless you can manage to get no. it when it's not trimming on the bunny hill. Oh, I was gonna say, do you count the bunny hill, the first one, or not? No, because it. It doesn't really give it's like it it's almost like a pop of floater. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you know, so it's like that doesn't count. It's like enough airtime where you go, was that airtime? So no. I count first drop, drop off the brake run, and the bunny hill after the brakes. The uh the mid course. Well, there's also that good pop after the upward helix. The one that goes around the first drop. Because it's like mid-course, bunny hill, eh. upward right turn, straight section, and then it drops. It's like the first, It's kind of like a mini first Uh-oh. drop. It's not that good. It's only good in the back. It's okay. So three good moments of airtime, one okay moment of airtime, and one... Is that a moment of airtime? <laughs> so compared to like, I don't know, like any other one where it's basically just bunny hills. So even if you don't have that one intense moment of airtime, like the first drop, you do get more of it over the course of the whole ride. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. That's why I think Midwest enthusiasts are like, yeah, but it could be better. Yeah, because as far as like mega coasters in the Midwest, Wild Thing, mediocre. Raging Bull, okay. Millennium Force, obviously it's good, but it's not the. Well, I guess it's a Giga, so it doesn't count. I guess yeah, there's I was say that. Yeah, Magnum. Magnum will fit in this conversation. Magnum kicks ass. Otherwise, like, what's else? Like, Mamba? Mamba, yeah. uh, Fair. Same as as Wild Thing, really. Yeah, right. Like, for me, I know it's been a long time since I've ridden all of those Morgan Hypers, but even when I rode them at that time, I was like, those are all really, like, they're the same thing pretty much like that's what i thought it always thought i always thought was funny on that um there was that making of a coaster on discovery channel where they showed the construction of steel force or not steel force uh steel dragon oh yeah and lightning racer um and i, I just thought it was funny because in that there's that segment where it was like that's how the owners of Nagashima Spotland, they traveled around the U.S. and went to different parks. And they went to Cedar Points and they went to different places. 
And then I guess the big groundbreaking story was they went to Worlds of Fun and they were like super impressed and inspired by Mamba. Fucking Mamba. So. Fucking Mamba. And they were like, hey, can you make that bigger? (laughs) Yeah, do you want us to change anything? No, just make it bigger. I mean, what was fun? I guess, okay, this was before, this was like probably 98. So back then, Mamba might have actually been a big deal. Actually, I think Mamba was a big deal when it opened. Because it was, I mean, hypercoasters, even though there was Magnum, hypercoasters weren't really a thing until like, what, 2000, really? Well, no, there was the the trio of the Morgans and that was all in like what wild thing is 96 steel phantom 97 while uh, mamba 98 i thought and then raging bull and apollo's 99 so you know pretty inactive 89 up till mid 90s yeah okay so mamba was 98 was I right? Was it 96, 97, 98? Um, when was Steel Force? So Wild Thing was 96, yeah. Oh, shit. All right. Give me the three for three, Ben. And Steel Force was 97, yeah. Oh, oh. I'm a fucking nerd. I can't believe that blows my mind that Wild Thing was first. Yeah, and it stands in mediocrity. Yeah, right. I guess I guess just like when you look at that when you look at the design of of the ride, it looks more modern than Mamba does, but well Steel Force is it, good. Mamba is like I kind of like Mamba, but only in the first like 1 3 on Mamba was pretty good. I remember liking Steel Force the best. Yeah, Steel Force had really good airtime. Actually, okay, here's so Mamba. The reason I like Mamba is for that turnaround because it's it's like low to the ground the whole time, and then you know that little pop. Do you remember that? No. There's like a you do this like giant bank turn and you dive down and then you do, you hug the ground the whole time and then it changes direction. And there's this like, it's like a five foot bunny hill and it gives you like one second pop of air. It's kind of funny, but then yeah, the bunny hills on that aren't uh, too good. No, it, like I always wondered why they didn't try to do more like that first bunny hill on a wild thing because that one's like the best bunny hill on any of those ones that i can remember yeah oh yeah that one that one's pretty good it's just like the um the magnum bunny hill before the pretzel which to me is my favorite hyper coaster bunny hill because it's like not quite ejector but it's like strong floater for a good what feels like four or five seconds Nice. Yeah, okay, I've got a Mamba POV on right now. So, okay. So, Why they so, left the whole chain lift in is beyond me, though. So, I guess if you rode Mamba opening year, maybe that was pretty impressive. I'll give them that. Like, yeah, 
the front the front car in Mamba had decent airtime. I do remember that. Yeah, I liked Steel Eel a lot, but I know that's not actually a hyper. Steel Eel was surprisingly awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah, that one's that one's good. It's like the Mako of of the hyper Morgan hypers. Yeah, like the bunny hills in the first half. Oh, I see that little dip you were talking about after the turnaround. Yeah, right. When you're, it's like the change of direction. Yeah. Okay. So, like, I guess I could see this being exciting when it was new, but like, the thing is, once you ride it, you know what I mean. <laughs> Yeah, just be like, I want, I want a bigger one of this. Right, right. Well, I mean, I here's the thing: I wish Arrow would have made these. I mean, yeah, I could maybe, maybe they rode Magnum and they hated it. Uh, you know what? I think it's totally fine that Arrow never made a hype, uh, a Giga Coaster. Well, Desperado is close. Well, not not really, but it would have been like yeah. Desperado. <laughs> and like, that's the thing is like, I don't really think <clears throat> arrows would have held up so well, at least in that iteration, going over like 80 miles an hour. Yeah, right. Because like, you know an extremely heavy car body like that and all that vibration. I just think that would have, that you're going to have a bad time. You're going to break your back and your neck and your, and your ass and your pussy all on one ride and watch out. Cause you might even pop a tit or a ball. So I saw the new Jackass movie yesterday. Ah, I saw it too. It's so fucking good. Yeah, it was it was good. It was better than I was expecting. Um it was a little like part of me thought it was still a little sad. Like definitely just sort of like a rehash thing of old people, but it was still good. Like I think they pulled it off well. I mean, I felt like that going into it, but then once they started doing stuff, once I'm going to, I'm going to make this as spoiler free as I can. Once I saw Steve-O with bees, I was pretty much losing it. Oh, that scene. Yeah. Yeah. After seeing that, I was like, okay, you know what? They still got it. There's nothing sad about this, you know? <laughs> Again, I'm I'm just I'm gonna be spoiler free here. Not that there's much in the way of spoilers with Jackass, but why ruin the surprise? Go see the fucking movie. This isn't sponsored content, by the way. I uh I also saw Scream Five. How is that? Um, I half liked it. Like I, I, it definitely was in the same category of just like a rehashed old idea, but I think it was pulled off 
decently well. I don't know if I'd recommend like someone to go see it unless you were like a big Scream fan, but I've never seen any of the movies in the Scream franchise. Okay, so you know Okay, so you've seen Scary Movie? Yeah. No. I've seen one of them. I don't remember which one though. Oh, you've never seen if Shit, you gotta you gotta watch those. Those are classic. So, all right. So, especially the first one, like the first scary movie, is pretty classic. Um, because it's one of those. It was one. It was a Wayans Brothers movie. Um, okay. Yeah, it was like old school Wayans Brothers. So I guess not really old school. Whatever. In their in their heyday, so it was, it's really good, really good. Um. But so okay, so Scream is like a it's like a parody of a horror movie is kind of the plot. So imagine okay. a movie about imagine a movie that's basically about being a generic horror movie. Okay. I guess, yeah, I mean I I remember what the premise I think I saw the third one where it was basically just gags about you know current horror movies yeah right with like a kind of loose narrative yeah right it's pretty much how all the movies go yeah and so i'd probably have to just recontextualize myself to that time frame right before i watch it like google what year it came out and then just like top horror movies from the year before that yeah you should so you should watch scream and then you should watch the original scary movie because then scary movie is a parody of scream okay so like i think it's so it's just kind of like those two movies pair obviously like pair well and they're pretty classic for the time is david arquette in the new scream um I don't even know who David Arquette is. Uh former WCW heavyweight champion. He's an actor. Oh, he plays yeah, I think he plays Doofy. Or Dewey. Do- yeah, Dewey <laughs> Dewey is Scream. Doofy is Scary Movie. Okay. Yeah. In Scary Movie, Do Doofy is Dewey. But like, even worse. It's just kind of funny. For sure. Well, here's the here's a fun story about David Arquette. He was nearly murdered in a hardcore wrestling match. Doing what? Wrestling. But I mean, like, was he like, was it like a concussion or? Oh no no so um, actually, all right. So I said hardcore. It's kind of more of a subgenre of hardcore wrestling that is like more like in the backyard realm. Okay, sure. Called death matches. Not like the Japanese kind, like the redneck kind. Yeah. So like lots of light tubes and shit. <laughs> and so he wrestled the king of fucking deathmatch wrestling. Nick Gage and his fucking neck got sliced open by a light tube. 
Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. And I watched a, a show, Dark Side of the Ring, about Nick Gage. And that dude actually died in a wrestling match and then was revived. Was what did they like play along with it in part of the show or no, they had to stop the match. Like the way David Arquette got like sliced by a tube. He had the tube in his fucking neck. Oh, like, he got basically impaled kind of. Yeah. And like actually died. Oh, but the shit. medics were able to revive him. So like, why the fuck David Arquette even accepted that challenge is beyond me are there uh are there any videos of that oh fuck yeah oh god i don't know if i want to watch it (laughs) i mean yeah watch at your own risk but yeah you know it's wrestling they're not gonna do it without an audience (laughs) not stupid they're crazy but not stupid (laughs) I mean, I'd get in the ring and take an ass whipping just for the fun of it, but it wouldn't be with someone who actually died because of the style of wrestling they do. Nope. I'm good. Did this happen three years ago? Yeah, it was pretty recent. Oh, damn. Okay, I, I gotta watch this. Oh, I I didn't see it yet, but I can tell where this is going. It's not good. <laughs> I mean, it's exactly what I described. It's it's a man nearly dying. (laughs) Oh, fuck. Yeah, why are you you doing that? Yeah, so the backstory on him getting into wrestling is because he was in a movie in 1998 or 9 called Ready to Rumble, which was, I never saw it, I guess about WCW. And so you know, the whole idea in the nineties of corporate synergy, he showed up on WCW programming and they decided you're the champion now. Interesting. Well, it made TMZ. So not surprising. That's probably the one time I could actually see one of those death hoaxes. You know, when it's like you go online and it's like Jerry Seinfeld died. Oh, and sure. It's like, yeah. And then you see, like, he tweets out, like, no, I'm still here. No, I don't know. That was really bad. Anyway. What's the deal with death? <laughs> What's the deal with death hoaxes on Twitter? Um, But yeah, that, that, I could see that being like a death hoax, but like not, you know what I mean? Like, someone was there and they're like, David Arquette died. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's a lot of blood. And it's in his neck. Yeah, right. Like, it's his fucking neck. Like, you know, you've seen wrestling. It's it, Usually it's on their face. Because it looks good. But when it's the neck, not so good. <laughs> yeah, so um, that's a fun one. Well. Not for David Arquette. Um, hey, here's something fun. El Toro is expected to reopen in spring. That's good. Might have to move to New Jersey. Everything is legal in New Jersey. Although I'm not, I'm not, that doesn't surprise me. I guess I never had doubts that that ride would open again. 
I yeah, I didn't think that they were gonna consider removing it because it's what fifteen years old, not even. Yeah, not even something like that. Or um, is oh six? So yeah, yeah, fifteen, sixteen. It's it's under twenty. I can't, especially since all the other ones are still standing, and given that Colossus had that big overhaul. Yeah, right. I feel like they're they're designed to be to last like steel coasters, you know. Well, at the so end of the day, too, it's is... just a retracking. <clears throat> like, yeah, it still so would. Right. It's not beyond salvaging. I'm sure they got Obviously. some insurance on that, too. Oh, probably. Now, I've heard <clears throat> that some potential issue could be <clears throat> the state. Sure. Yeah. <clears throat> So, you know, that obviously remains to be seen. Well, it's New Jersey, so. And as we know, everything is legal in New Jersey. Well, what? Oh, shit. There's a few things. Um, there, There is. Viper. Canceled out Laurent. Vipair. Vipair. <clears throat> canceled out Laurent. <clears throat> yep. Sorry, French Canada. That's okay. I don't think anyone liked that right anyway. I can't recall ever hearing anyone say anything good about it. Canada doesn't deserve it. Otherwise, if they got that, that would make a pretty shitty collection of rides with the Volair, um, at Canada's Wonderland, the SLC. And then they got that all those other Vacomas there too. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and make a bold prediction here. That coaster is going to be a lonely orphan for a year or two. And then it's going to wind up in the hands. I don't know if you know where this is going, but it's going to end up. Where um, I should probably not bring my dog. Definitely not, but but not where you're thinking. And not anyway. Um <laughs> Wow. Anyway, 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 I'm thinking that ride's gonna be an orphan and then end up in the possession of North Korea. <laughs> I could see that. I was gonna say the National Roller Coaster Museum, but or the International. Who? The International Roller Coaster Museum. Oh. Nice guys. Yeah. Great storage locker they've got there. <laughs> <laughs> they have fun sized bag of Doritos. You know, all we would need is like all the coaster shit that we have together. And then we would just need like our one buddy who I'm not going to name here to like, give us one of the things he's acquired. Yeah, for sure. And if we could, if we could open the doors, we'd have an open (laughs) museum. 
plus like the arrow shit put that in a binder and oh if we could get uh john to to you know loan out his track piece from shockwave holy shit i actually kind of like the idea of this in general you know i like it too i actually i mean it could start i have a storage unit right now that's empty and I'm, I'm like, it could start as a storage unit and it, it, as like kind of a meme thing. But, you know, if it works out, you know, we're beating them to the punch. I mean, who? I do like the idea, though. Yeah, let's try to get more visitors. No, I think what we need to do first is set up some shit in a storage locker and take some pictures. And start a social media profile. And then we can put out a mini-sode. <clears throat> about um, our financials. No, no, no. We don't have to get into all of that. Because um, we're not... A, we don't have to be a non-profit. Why should we be a non-profit? <sighs> to not pay taxes? Oh, that's a good point. Well, either way, we don't have to to go into all that. I think what we could do instead is just use the tagline, the only roller coaster museum. (laughs) That's actually not a bad idea. All right, I'm, I'm into it. I can I can find some stuff to send you. Okay. The only I still as far as location goes, um it's got to be at a like a park location that is going to have a lot of traffic. Somewhere where no you don't have to feel like you have to go out of your way. I mean, how far do you how far is your storage unit from Illich? Um like a mile and a half. Boom. <laughs> yeah. So instead of being like 43 hours from the nearest park, um, you know, it could be like a mile and a half. People, people have a lot of layovers in Denver too. So yeah, exactly. Holy shit. I could literally take pictures. Okay. I'm getting ideas because I could, I could just take that arrow binder and just put it in the, in the storage unit and then take some pictures. As if it's a display. Yeah. that That's exactly what my idea is. I have like some bags of shit for my APA. Boom. Museum. All right. I'm in. I'm into it. That's what I'm saying, dude. I've got. I could probably. Uh, you know what? We could. We could. Um, your favorite coaster sucks can make a contribution. And donate a nano coaster. <laughs> All right, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you guys are hearing this, but this is history in the making. Hell yeah, I'm I'm so I'm so down for this. Most excellent. So you guys stay tuned, uh, and be on the lookout soon for the International Roller Coaster Museum, the only roller coaster museum. <laughs> <laughs> who, who maybe 
a new sponsor for your favorite coaster socks. Uh, we could do ad reads for it. We sure as fuck good. By the way, buy some shirts. Hey, you know where else we could advertise? Where? Ace News. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> then, then we just need to get a YouTuber to come visit and do a video about it. Yeah, and that that wouldn't be too tough. Like you said, lots of people have layovers in Denver. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it's international, we got to have something from another country. Like, um, I don't know. Do you have like a park map from Wallaby? Yo, our our homie, Prairie Coasting. Oh, that's international. It's got has got to have something he can contribute to the international roller coaster museum. All right, and you know what? I'll put the, we'll put out a plea to our listeners. If you have anything that you would like to contribute to the international roller coaster museum, it doesn't have to be anything of specific value. It could be a a pamphlet from a fucking um, rest stop off the highway or like a broken Hummel figure from a park <laughs> or um, hell like a, if you got an a- old, an old reusable sports bottle for soda <laughs> that says 1996 Paramount's Kings Island. Even a debit card receipt for a transaction at the park for like a mission. No joke, I used to keep those. Yeah, anything at all. Like when that's I, all stuff. That's all stuff that could be in the International Roller Coaster <laughs> Museum. I actually kept my receipt from my wristband purchase at the West Edmonton Mall. Well, boom international not all right yeah and then our goal is gonna have to be to get one of the helmets from uh montagna russa alla delta oh shit (laughs) we can make an artist recreation a reimagining 3d printed (laughs) 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 oh shit Fuck, man. All right. Let's get this International Roller Coaster Museum open. Let's Before... let's aim let's aim for a Q3 opening. All right. I'll have to I'll have to re re uh up my subscription, but I I, I kind of need it, so Well, here's the good thing is that like you know, depending on what you're storing there, that's all just um you know, uh, display cases. Yeah, right. That's all, you know, display wares <laughs> for the exhibits. Or I could start it. I mean, I could start it in my garage, too, because it, my house is off the light rail. It's like, it's like I don't know, 11-minute light rail from Eulich. Okay, there you go. And then you can keep an eye on it. <laughs> Make sure no weirdos are 
are jerking off on the old park pamphlets. <laughs> Make sure nobody's uh, trying to steal our idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wouldn't it be funny shit. if Ace like changes the name of it to International Roller Coaster Museum? Well, then we would just have to become the uh, Universal <laughs> or the uh, Worldwide. Or the Intergalactic Roller Coaster Museum. <laughs> well, hopefully it doesn't go that far. <laughs> Look, all I'm saying is there's a way to be the only roller coaster museum. <laughs> and I think we found out how. <laughs> oh man. Well here's something. Goliath at Six Flags New England has been scrapped. Yeah, that's not surprising. Um, so maybe uh, a piece of that will be showing up at the International Roller Coaster Museum. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, you know, bummer to see a giant inverter, uh, inverter, uh, a giant inverted boomerang go. Well, I heard the trains killed that one, so I'm not surprised. Yeah, but now there's just uh, aftershock. In the U.S. Yeah, that's true. So that kind of... That one's still That kind of sucks. Yeah. Yeah, I got to get out there and ride it. Because it's the... Deja Vu that I grew up with. Oh. That ride's so good. It is still good. I mean, it's... The only ride I can think of that has... You know, it's like two drop towers plus a roller coaster. I mean, like think of the think of the thrill of um of Falcon's Flight or Falcon's Fury. Like Falcon's Fury, I feel like it would be better if the seat rotation happened before the drop. What do you mean like to level out? Or Yeah. So what do you mean like you go you or go horizontal up and then you I don't know what you mean like uh yeah yeah like cuz you know how you face like you start going up and then you face down yeah yeah instead of dropping with you facing the ground dropping with you facing out but isn't the point of it but then it, wouldn't it just be a gyro drop well i mean when you're facing the ground you don't really feel the air time yeah, right. You feel it's it on a little bit. You, you you feel it on like deja vu though. Well, it's different because like the restraints are different. Because like on deja vu, you did have the seatbelt, but the the shoulder restraint didn't really keep you in on your lower body. You know. Yeah. In Deja Vu, the, when it first opened, it didn't have those waist seatbelts. Oh, interesting. So apparently they got so many complaints, which I imagine, because you, for some people, probably were just like on that seatbelt with nothing holding them in. Oh, God. Yeah, that's true. So. Yeah, because like. And that's always been the scariest part of that ride for me is like the end yeah yeah when you get back to tower one 
because it's like, okay, a fucking 40 ton train or whatever is about to come in on the catch car the size of a skateboard. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, I hope everything's working all right. <clears throat> I, still thought it it always... was, I still thought it was really funny on the final ride of Deja Vu. They made this big deal where it was like, oh, we're going to run the ride in manual mode. Um, But I'm pretty sure they were just trolling the Acers. I'm sure. I remember I, I had a miscatch once on Tower 1. I was stoked. Yeah, it's like uh it's like V2. I never got uh like a mislaunch or anything. Yeah, me neither. Well, I'm uh I'm I'm winding down quick. Yeah, yeah, me too. Well, welcome to the 30s, right? That's uh <laughs> Well, it didn't help. I got really high earlier before before you called. I uh, I got really high, and then I was like, "Shit, I gotta go grab Rivers toys and peanut butter." So then I ended up driving in a blizzard, getting Grubhub sushi. So I, I was gonna get some dog toys, but then I got high. <laughs> no, but driving in a blizzard when you're really high is uh. You know, I can't do it. You know me; I like to smoke while I'm driving. But if I if it's like a blizzard, I can't even. I'm like ten and two. Yep, pretty much. Yeah, man, that's just stressful. Well, let's uh, let's fucking call it then. I don't think we had anything else to talk about here today. So, uh, yeah, we'll be back. I guess this is going to come out on a Saturday. Deal with it, fuckers. (laughs) We'll be back soon. We're coming up on 100 episodes. I think this is 98. Oh, fuck. Yeah. 100. Yeah, and then the show's over. (laughs) All right. um, Fuck. Thank you to everyone on Patreon. I'm not going to read the list right now because I'm a lazy ass motherfucker. But you guys know who you are. Um, We're going to have a Patreon hang soon. How about this coming week? Um, Should be okay. Let me think. Probably. Yeah, I think that'll work. Cool. Yeah. I'm in the middle. You're to here. All right. Yeah. So yesterday, my roommate's girlfriend's dog shit on like carpet in the bedroom oh boy and then i ended up ripping out the carpet but now it's like um what do you like um when you have like a loose thread on a shirt and it just keeps unraveling so i'm slowly just ripping all the carpet out of the house okay so that sounds like a terrible project so there's like a million uh, staples in the wood. Oh, God. In the wood floor. So like, yeah, I got to pull all those out. Because otherwise you just keep stepping on staples and it hurts. <laughs> yeah, that's. And you could get like fucking tetanus. Yeah, hopefully not. 
<laughs> I didn't think of that, but shit. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'd be careful. Well, they're not. They're not um, rusty. They're not. They're not rusty. Okay. All right. Well, still, you don't know the fuck else is in a in the carpet. More worried about the pathogens and the dust. That's what I'm saying. Anyway, don't don't freak yourself up. Definitely be careful. Ugh. Shit. All right. Um. So yeah, we on out of here. Uh, thank you all so much for fucking listening. You are the absolute best. Thanks a ton. We'll be back. And until next time, your, your favorite, favorite coaster, coaster sucks. sucks. Yeah.